Hello, it's AKA Cloudette with a special full moon, 1st of October 2020 podcast. Where do I start? Let's start at the beginning. This is also Thursday. I'm in London and I've been invited by an influencer on Instagram. Her name is Jillian. She goes by the IG title Water Priestress. And she has been literally moving in her integrity, in her gifts to help heal this situation, as I could say, where we are now, to be the change that she wants to see in the world and diving deep, not superficially um, working with things, kind of glass over no. And it all starts with, of course, water, water priestess. She traveled to Japan and learned about the philosophies of Misuro Emoto. If you don't know him, you should. (laughs) And I will put a link to, you know, the vast uh, discoveries that he uh, was able to prove with water and how powerful it is. And Jilly, water priestess, and her partner, are part of a wake movement wake water co based all around the world because they also help people set up their own businesses by sharing how ionized water can change your life and this is a different kind of water this is medical water that has a machine that has been developed in Japan and where you can literally see them when they're traveling they are allowed to travel with this water because it is scientifically classified as medical water I think that's you know says everything so when I was invited a little less than a year ago was after her birthday I believe to look at her sky I was not at the time doing the readings in the sky like I do them now. Actually, I was making these very long videos. Well, they weren't that long, but it took ages to do, but I loved doing them. And I had, I think recently in in middle of October, discovered the Beehive Cluster, which is M44, Mesra M44 cluster of stars. And I found extremely fascinating. I even remember the day and where I was when I discovered them on my Sky Location app. And of course I did some research and just found so much information because the information is very ancient and I'm so driven by connecting with the ancient with the collection of knowledge rather than where we are now because I feel there are so many uh, perspectives that are perhaps forgotten or have been lost a lot of them as well but this one wasn't so that's why I was excited about it in any event when I did Jilly Sky and realized that on the day and at the time she was born at the planet Jupiter 
was exactly aligned with this beehive cluster place that just opened up a whole new understanding of how I can uh, connect people with the intergalactic energies in our sky. And it was a very incredible time indeed. I had been able to prove a lot of things and it's perfect alignment. I would have to say that on this day of Jilly's birthday, she decided to ask me to go live with her so that I can explain exactly what Sky Astrology is. And also, of course, she has a lot of people who she has influenced, who she talks to every day and shares so much with them alongside with the Wake Water group of people who are also part of the movement. And there's another movement that she's head of who are going to be water guardians because they will do the water grid work that she did from the east coast of America's to the west coast. We actually kind of went from the west coast a little bit and then to the east coast a lot and then back to the west coast um, in Mount Shasta and in Portland and when the time was needed where there was fires and it did literally rain there and when she did the the water grid work on the east coast there was really an kind of chain reaction on the longitude points of the marshals finding children connected to human trafficking which was her intention in the first place you know the beehive cluster is related to the manger it is the crib it is the beginning it is a portal in a way that is giving and holding space and because jupiter is there jupiter is the planet of abundance so it is allowing this movement of hers to give even you know the epitome of abundance really when things are aligned not just in one instance but in so many so when we look at her name which is Jillian daughter of Jupiter we look at the position of this beehive cluster which is 10 degrees of cancer and she's born in the 10th month on the first day which is 01 and of course the 44 which is connected to her moon degree which is eight degrees aquarius and 44 four plus four is eight and the top of her sky is also an eight of libra which is also very very important when the numbers are repeating themselves because this is a frequency very powerful eight frequency but beyond the uh, seventh chakra that is able to really move these energies like the affinity sign you know to keep it moving like the eight and to share and also i believe because of her experience she was able to bring that experience that she had as her 
part of her purpose and then share it with other people. So that's from having uh, a situation of knowing about uh, abuse, also having an illness, which she was able to cure by drinking the Kangen water, which she now, you know, spreads this water knowledge, this water alchemy, and also, you know, just the chemistry, the science behind this water with everyone. So what is special about today is, of course, it's the new moon. So it's not a new moon, it's the full moon. And because I reference astronomy and not astrology calculations, I am offering another perspective. And I'm very grateful to be part of these different, what she calls water lenses that she loves to drop and share with people. And so that is what I'm doing today. If you want to join, if you're on Instagram, follow Water Priestress and of course me. If you don't already, I will put both of our links there. It will be at 10 a.m. PST time, 6 p.m. GMT time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, so that's that for now. So I want to actually play happy birthday to Jilly because I I think I went on a tangent because I do talk like that. I had my first astrological uh, reading, a gift from my mother when I turned 19. (laughs) Hey, 19, which is Dilly Dan, which is connected to me and music, musicality. Anyway, I just, I divert. And I just wanted to say that it is a beautiful um, circle of life, I like to call it, when I am here honoring a be Earth Day, be Earth Day, of someone who has quite literally helped spread and share sky astrology in the most <laughs> Jupiterian way, the most abundant way for me, and it's just been a beautiful ripple effect for other people to see through the lens of sky astrology. And I just want to say happy birthday to you and thank you for all that you do for so many of us who are coming with different ideas and other than the narrative that we've been uh, taught to believe or been a part of in the old paradigm because I do feel that we are emerging and that we are in the dawning of the age of Aquarius. I'm sorry to say we're not there yet. Astronomically, maybe we're there in other realms. If, you know, our intention is definitely there. So without any further delay, there will be a happy birthday. And then there will be where the heavenly bodies are, but not for the full moon exactly. A couple of hours before the full moon there's something very special happening and I'm all about the journey and I will be sharing that with you I'll be right back I'm back now I will tell you where the heavenly bodies are at 1756 
GMT time today, October 20th, 20, 2020. And this PST time is literally 9.56 in the morning. And so at this time, before our moon is 180 degrees exactly across from where the sun is, which is why we have a full moon. That is the scientific mathematical reason that full moons occur is because of this separation of 180 degrees to be exact. Our moon will be sharing an alignment with Chiron. Okay, and Chiron is a planetoid or asteroid. It's been called many things. Of anything is not like a proper planet. But what's most important to remember and to know, and what I can verify by my years of observing Chiron, is that it is connected to healing, and that it is connected to the thirteenth sign, which is Ophiuchus. And that is very telling for this situation where, as always, I spoke about Jilly, the water priestess before, she does have this knack for timing with so many things, with her pilgrimage and everything. And she chose when we were going to have this call. So this call, this conjunction is four minutes before our call at 18 hours my time at 6 p.m. PST time. Did I, no, that's wrong. 10 a.m. PST time and 6 p.m. my time, which is 18 hours. I know they're gonna confuse you, right? <laughs> that's why I put a timer on my Instagram, so you just follow the timer and technology does the work. Okay, so what's really important? Why is it so significant that as our moon moves to this opposition of the sun that it first aligns with Chiron. Well, let me tell you, there are so many things that are happening, like there will be signs in the sky. There are literally signs in the sky, you know, the whole year, but very much around the full and the new moons. And I always like to shine a light on what happens as we move through these energy exchanges, I like to call them, because it is what it is based on the positions of the heavenly bodies and also our position as earthlings. This is a interaction and exchange of energies because that's like Nikola Tesla says, if you want to understand the universe, think in terms of energy. So the moment that our moon is aligning, which is kind of our satellite, it is the water element. So it is holding the memory, it's moving the memory, and it is able to move it and share it which is also, you know, a lot about the water philosophy. But, you know, cancer is also, you know, at home in cancer where the beehive cluster is. And so, you know, this has a significant uh, meaning for this invitation and this talk today about sky astrology 
because it is a sharing of information. What is happening, like I said, there's a lot happening at this full moon, is that Saturn is not yet going direct, mathematically speaking. Saturn, ha because the slower the planet moves in the normal um, movement, this longer it stays stationary. So Mercury moves quite quickly. So when it is changing direction from retrograde to direct or direct to retrograde, it will stand still or won't gain any degrees nor arch minutes. And that is considered standing still. And Saturn's been doing that since Monday. But it will go uh, direct soon in the next day or so but these are very powerful times and it's about being aware of them so this is one of the things that's happening in the sky for sure now in the Sagittarius energy which is abundantly Jupiterian because uh, Sagittarius belongs to the house of Jupiter okay very 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 important so this is a lot to do with this abundance, this Jupiter energy. And Jupiter is about the philosophical, about going beyond what you know and expanding and being open-minded. That's why it's about philosophy. It is connected to the ninth house, which is about higher learning and even travel. I know for myself, <laughs> traveling does expand the mind. So it is about expansion. All these adjectives have shown themselves to be true when there is a connection with Jupiter. And so that's how we get these concepts of understanding what these heavenly bodies mean and what it means when we see them reconnecting and appearing at particular degrees at particular times, either it's the birth of a child or the beginning of a business or a wedding or just a any event, the beginning of any event. So the beginning of this event is right before the full moon which will be four hours later okay but because the moon moves one degree every two hours it will take four degrees four hours before the moon will move to no it take two hours no that's right it'll take four hours before it moves two degrees and it will be full and across from the sun and illuminated at its fullest at the 17 degree and 11 arch minutes. Okay, so that is important to note. But at 15 degrees, the moon and Chiron will be sharing the same space. And this is an opportunity to, to heal to possibly have some information that will heal a part of your life. And what I heal, when I say heal, I also mean to make sense or something you've been wondering about. But also it's so significant because Chiron, it looks like a key. 
and I've always used it as that. And when I watch the transits over 30 years of watching the planets, even though for 30 years I was watching the wrong position, it does not change the interaction between the heavenly bodies. They are always the same distance from degree away or next to each other sharing the space but the difference between western astrology calculation and sky astrology calculations is that the positioning of the heavenly bodies amongst the stars that make up the constellations are different and because sky astrology is looking at the entire sky you know beyond also beyond the ecliptic yeah because I am looking at the entire sky and stargazing and connecting with stars that are not only part of the constellations used by or the constellation referenced to by astrology because it's a reference to the constellations but it uses the zodiac there's a difference you use the zodiac and the constellations. The inspiration from the zodiac is from the constellations. But ask any astrologer who knows the mathematics of their Western astrology will tell you that it's based on the zodiac and not on the actual position of the stars. Okay, so that's long drawn out. What I just wanted to say is that what I do is more about giving you the information so that your brain and your thought process and your gifts are inspired to reconnect themselves because it's about remembering who you are and you are powerful you are stardust you are golden so another thing i have to say before i just run off with the numbers for this moment that I will tell you before the full moon and everything more or less changed the shape the same it's just the full moon will be at 17 degrees Pisces definitely in Pisces more than Satus because at that point it is close to Pisces but there's a planet X called Eris that I've been investigating for three months now and that I've got verification from my students that it has an influence and I know because I have it as well there with Jupiter, mind you. Oh my goodness, that's right. My Jupiter and my um, planet X is at 18 degrees Pisces. So I'm going to get a visit today, hopefully. So yeah, so what's happening now is with Mars. So like I said, so much is happening in this full moon. Mars has gone retrograde and this is the first full moon where Mars is retrograde and <laughs> it's decided to hold space exactly at 32 degrees with planet X and this is aligned in the Pisces Satis uh, constellation astronomically where I did find the planet X also known as Eris I found her in Satis constellation and so this is a part of the sky that shares different stars and they overlap. If you're a student of mine, you'll know more about that. Okay, so that is also happening today. So what did I say? Oh, there's three things. So one is Saturn is stationary still, giving its gift. 
giving you the opportunity to, you know, to focus your energy because it is in the house of a fire energy of Jupiter again, beautifully wanting to be alchemized, wanting to change these connotations of limitation, right? Or turning it into saying what you've been really focused on, what you've been relentlessly working with, that you've stayed with, even though it's been difficult, that you just keep giving that passion, keep giving that energy to that part of your life. And I believe, and I've seen it, and I feel that this call is evidence of it, that you will be able to alchemize and this Saturn energy that is normally Earth with the fire that it is in the Sagittarius. And that's why it's so important to be conscious of this opportunity, it being in Sagittarius and not in Capricorn. It's going to go there. Anyway, so... The second thing that's great that's happening today, or this is more, okay. Second thing is great, like I said, is that the moon, before it is exactly full, but, you know, it is still approaching to be a full moon in the basking in the light of the sun, that our moon is conjunct with Chiron, which is connected to the 13th sign, right? And in our case, Jilly's moon and sun midpoint is actually in the 13th sign, exactly on my moon. You can't make it up. It's 14 degrees. You know, these things are mathematical. I love it. If you understand a little bit about uh, astrology, you'll appreciate that. The third thing's happening, like I said, is Mars is for the first time retrograde during a full moon and it is conjunct a line at 32 degrees with planet x da -da. and we can turn these things around it is in pisces and pisces this is really the super spiritual energy this is before we come to the earth plane this is the 12th house this is source if we want it to be more than we've been told is source Okay, now that's a long-winded, I'm not going to expand on that, but you can ask me if you want to know. The next thing, I think we're in the fourth thing that's really amazing that's happening at this moment of the full moon, is that Venus is aligned with the heart of the lion, Regulus. And that is amazing in itself because... We were aware of going through the lion's gate with the sun and then Venus actually went through the lion's gate as well. And, you know, like I said, when the full and the new moons are really, the in this case, the sun is illuminating on the moon that other significant aspects between the heavenly bodies are happening. And this is the fourth very monumental thing that is happening on one of the brightest important stars in the sky regulus venus and regulus and venus of course i always appreciate the variety of elements right most people go oh one is the same element how can you perform alchemy how can you be the alchemist if they're all the same elements no you need a mix so venus 
being in fire is a beautiful mix because Venus is connected to Libra and Taurus. Or they would say Taurus and Libra belong to the house of Venus. And so this is earth and air and fire. And of course, we have the abundance of water with the moon being in Pisces. And of course, the moon organically being connected to cancer. Cancer belonging to the house of the moon. So yeah, we have all the alchem- all the elements so that we, when we are conscious of these elements, like a biodynamic farmer is conscious of where the elements are, where the sun is, where the moon is in the sky at the time of the different functions he does to have a successful harvest like the virgin once then this is what i mean by looking to see where all the heavenly bodies astronomically and mathematically are so that these energies can work in their true authenticness boom i went on forever forever ever about this one so i'm going to come back where i'm just going to rattle off where the heavenly bodies are because some people will want to just hear where the heavenly bodies are i don't know why (laughs) okay so at the time Uh, I'm going to do the full moon because I did talk enough about what was happening before the full moon. And the main thing that was changing was our moon conjunct Chiron, which was at 1756 GMT time. And now it's only fair to share where the heavenly bodies are at the full moon time. Exactly. Yeah. So, of course, what's important to note, which you can verify with your eyes by looking up into our sky, is that our sun is shining in Virgo and it is at 14 degrees of a Virgo. Then we have, thank you, Mercury, for still being in Virgo with it because Virgo is the second largest constellation in our sky, but the first the the first yeah the um, the biggest constellation that the sun can be seen traveling along the ecliptic of well, the ecliptic is the sun it's the path of the sun so it does that for 44 days because the sun moves about 1 degree a day and mercury is at 40 degrees so mercury's on its way out but for this full moon it is in this earth energy sign and of course Virgo belongs to the house of Gemini I mean Mercury yeah Virgo belongs to the house of Mercury okay that's a new phrase for me because I've been trying to figure out how to say because I don't like ruler in this and this to say this ruler of that nobody ruler nobody okay so then we have in really important it's kind of another thing really important I think it's number five or six is that the south node is in a focus now you won't get this outside of the 13th sign 
calculations. I am honoring 15 um, constellations, and that's why that's part of the reason why it's called Sky Astrology and not 13 sign Sky Astrology. And so, what's important to note is that the calculation that helps um, scientists and astronomers know exactly when there's going to be a lunar or solar eclipse has to do with the nodes. And I, with my experience, knows it has to do with reincarnation. That's why that changed my life. And that's why I do what I do. Because I know the mass here are giving something new and spiritual and different. And I think necessary for people to see with a brighter, wider lens. And that is 14 degrees. Um, it was just going to 14 degrees. But, you know, I believe that once... A heavenly body or calculation moves into that degree, then it's vibrating. So it doesn't have to be at the archman, it doesn't have to be exact. Once it moves at this number, it is vibrating at that number. And if something is also at that number, then it is also vibrating. Okay, so here we have, I just had a download. I don't, I'm not going to tell it now, but that's a really good idea. I mean, it's a really good thought. <laughs> I'm getting used to this download. I didn't really believe in them before, to be honest. Okay, so enough honesty here. What we have next is Jupiter, of course, going straight. I believe it is also the first time it's going straight during a full moon. Yes, thank you, Jupiter, for being retrograde. Being retrograde, spending so much time with Pluto, spending so much time with Saturn, spending so much time in your home of the house of Sagittarius or, you know, Sagittarius being the house of Jupiter. I know I'm going to mix that up. I think it should be the house of Sagittarius, the planets. Anyway, I'll figure it out. So, yeah. And now it's taking all this abundance, all this exchange it's been having with Pluto and Saturn in its own home and going, sorry, forward with it. Oh, where is it? <laughs> it's tea, by the way. Okay, carry on. We have retrograde of Pluto and it is at 25 degrees. It's still retrograde. We'll be going straight soon. <clears throat> Then we have Saturn still stationary at 28 degrees of Sagittarius. And those are all those wonderful things happening in Sagittarius. Then we have at the very end of Aquarius, but really on the border, because I say on the border, amongst the stars of Pisces, I have to correct myself, oh, we have Neptune and it's retrograde. So it is at 21 degrees Aquarius amongst the stars of Pisces because the sun travels only for about 24, 23, 24 days in the Aquarius constellation. Next, as I mentioned, Chiron is 15 degrees of Pisces. At the full moon, our moon is at 17 degrees of Pisces and Eris is retrograde and so is Mars retrograde at 32 degrees of Pisces really abundant but also these degree of Pisces is aligned with the sea dragon sea dragon the 14th constellation that I honor Satus the fourth largest constellation in the sky then we have Uranus which is 
at 10 degrees of Aries, but definitely amongst the stars of Satus and Aries. And mic drop, I couldn't believe myself, but if you look astronomically, the sun doesn't move through the Aries constellation anymore. Because that is why we have the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Because it used to, when we were in the age, uh, when we were closer to, when we were in the age of Aries. And now we're in the age of Pisces, and then we are dawning the age of Aquarius. But that is always the opposite uh, constellation that we uh, see. So the fact that that is on the eclipse, so the fact that that's moved out of the way, so that the the shift or that it has moved out of the way, our view of it has, that then we are moving here in the Pisces energy, okay, which is connected also to Satan's, which is a bit more complicated. And nonetheless, in 2437, we will be in the age of Aquarius. But the dawning is very important because you know how beautiful it is before the sun actually comes up. Before it hits the horizon, that's the dawn. And you know the hope and the energy and the Erwartung for meine Deutsche Zuhör. The awaiting, the anticipation. And so that's why Uranus can be seen aligned with Aries that is moving away from the ecliptic and Satus, which is part of the Pisces ecliptic energy. We have also here today at this full moon moment, the North Node in Taurus, finally at 29 degrees of Taurus in Earth energy. And like I mentioned before, Venus is at 10 degrees, which is at the star Regulus, the lion's heart. Need I say anything else? And that's where the heavenly bodies are today, this full moon in Virgo. No, where this full moon that is in Pisces and the sun is in Virgo. It's the Virgo and Pisces energy. And what does that mean? Really briefly. The Virgo is connected to the uh, innocence and it's connected to the harvest and it's connected to the earth uh, plane. It's the earth energy. What is Pisces? Pisces is connected to our intuition. It's connected to the rebirth. It's connected to the waters. And water and earth are amazing elements to start from. When you are a biodynamic farmer, you want to start with the good substances that work well on this earth plane and those are earth and water and when you have the right proportions and when it's balanced for what you need to do to plant the seeds 
to make them grow. All these things that are that are able to be um, alchemized, best way to say it, by you. You can decide how much water to put in. You can decide how much um, soil to have. So you are in control in this full moon. And the inspiration, I would have to say, is in your intuition, believing in your intuition, holding space for that part of you that understands things not seen. And also the part of you that honors the purity, which is the Virgo, of this reality. Because there is purity in this reality. It's hiding sometimes, but it's there. So I wish you and yours, as also the symbol of the harvest moon is, after this autumn equinox, after it's shown us that we are in the age of Pisces still, because Virgo in the autumn equinox is 180 degrees across from Pisces. But that we are un, we are aware that we are dawning on the age of Aquarius. And that we are doing the work. We are laying the groundwork. We are deciding how much emotion we're going to put into this earth situation. To what's happening now. So that we can build this vision of the age of Aquarius for humanity. Which is what it's about. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you join us for the birthday live on Instagram today. And if you can't, listen to the replay. Play, and I will still be doing discovery calls. I love them. And I'm, ha- I'm here if you have any questions. Take care of yourselves. Lots of love from me. Cheerio.